tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the channel, or welcome to the channel for the first time. 2024, the movie season is here. Now, January, you're like, well, it's almost over already. You're going to miss some of the movies in January. Not really. I don't think any of these movies would have been my most anticipated for January. No offense, January, but you're usually the toilet bowl season of movies. Um, they've been okay, but nothing that would have been in the most anticipated. But we're going to get into this full list. I'm going to give you a couple of honorable mentions, and we're going to get the top 10 most anticipated movies of the year. Before we do that, we are rapidly approaching 120,000 subscribers. So click that button. You'll get us there fast. We're trying to get to 200 faster than we got to 100. If you're brand new and you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm gonna just be part of the conversation. Be here. We have a lot of different things. We do out of the theater reactions. We have long-form podcasts, short-form video, everything. And we hope that you'll be part of the conversation. All right, let's get to a few honorable mentions because there are quite a few. And this list was not easy to make. First, I'm going to throw in Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley. I really wanted to see this movie. I was excited for this movie in general, but the trailer has gotten me even more excited. I got some uh, old friends coming back, and the tone looks a lot better than the third one, so sign me up, Netflix. Nosferatu. Big Eggers fan, man. Robert Eggers has been doing some great stuff, and I really loved The Northman. I loved The Northman, so Nosferatu. What is it going to be? How is it going to be? Is it going to be different than things in the past? I don't know. Another one I have no idea about. I don't know anything about this movie. It's Alto Nights, and it almost made my top 10 because I was that excited. Barry Levinson, who's not necessarily known for um, uh, gangster films. Well, he's doing one. He's doing a mobster film with Robert De Niro and Catherine Narducci, who have been Bronx Tale and other things. Uh, so I am very curious about this one. I can't put it in the top 10 yet because I don't know anything really about it. Fall Guy. Fall Guy got very, very close for me being in there. I really wanted to see Fall Guy, and I still want to see Fall Guy. I just couldn't get it in the top 10, but I think the trailer got a lot of people excited, and rightfully so. You got Emily Blunt, Ryan Gosling. This one looks like it could be a blast. Ballerina, the John Wick prequel. That one's coming out. If I'm not a massive Len Weissman fan, had it been, uh, it, it had Chad Selesky been directing it? And maybe I'd have it in the top 10, but still hopeful. We'll see. Inside Out is Inside Out 2. Interested for that one. Going to take the kids. Karate Kid with Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio. Depends on what the tone's going to be. I'm a big Cobra Kai fan. Big fan of Karate Kid 1 and 2. Excited to see what Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan are going to do together. But I don't think there's enough in there for me just yet to put it in um, the top 10. But it's close. It's real close. Argyle, that's right around the corner. So I'm looking forward to that one. Hitman, the Richard Linklater, uh, Glenn Powell movie. Those are the other ones that are up there for me as well. So that being said, let's get to the actual top 10. What are my top 10 most anticipated movies so far? Now, I'm also very aware that if I went back to my top 10, I, mean, I should go back and watch my top 10 from last year. I know there was something missing, and rightfully so, because it didn't even wind up coming out in 2023. So I got lucky. But 
What I will say is there are some movies that I put up there. My number one most anticipated last year was Indiana Jones. How did that work out? So I wonder, and the other thing is I wonder there's some movies that I went up loving that I had no clue that I was going to love as much as I did. And look, Godzilla Minus One was nowhere near my most anticipated. I didn't even know it was coming out. It was my number one movie of the year. So out of these, the ones that I maybe missed, what will be in there as far as my top 10 of the year for 2024? And out of these, what will deliver and what will stink up the joint? Well, you tell me what you think is going to be good, what's going to stink. Here's number 10. Number 10 is Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, or whatever it's called. I think it's called that. They're going back to New York. I really liked the last Ghostbusters. I liked the way that they did it. I liked the tone of it. I loved what they did with Egon's granddaughter. I thought she was just absolutely wonderful and endearing. I got emotional at the end of it, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do and how they're going to bring it back to New York. So the the cast alone and everybody that's involved in it and the fact that they are indeed going back to New York and getting more of that Ghostbusters 1 and 2 feel, sign me up. So Ghostbusters, to me, that one, I'm looking forward to. All right, number nine, I'm going with Bob Marley. That's right, Bob Marley. I know, comes out right around the corner. I don't know how good it's going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be great, but it's anticipated to me because I love Bob Marley. I talked about this before on my show. I read a script that they were going to do on Bob Marley's life back in like 2000, and I was like, oh, man. They're going to make this movie. Well, here we are 24 years later. It finally comes out. I don't know if it's the same script. I have no idea. I don't know if it's iterations of it, something brand brand new. Who knows? But I do know that it's finally a movie about Bob Marley, one of the greatest musicians of all time, such an important musician. Uh, I'm going to be – I was watching the trailer and just kind of moving. I know every one of his songs. I'm moving along to it. I just cannot wait to hear it, to see a lot of the um, the, the origin of what this guy did and how much he meant to so many people. So that's why number nine for me is Bob Marley, and I cannot wait. I think um, Kingsley Ben-Adir is a major star. I think he has been in a lot of different things, that he's been the one that has stood out. He will stand out again in this one. I think he's going to capture exactly what Bob Marley was and is to so many people. So that's why number nine to me is Bob Marley. Number eight, Furiosa. I know some people are like, oh, man, it looks too CGI'd. It looks, it doesn't look as great as the last one did. I'm not necessarily going to argue with you. I said that it looked a little bit too dirty, a little bit too clean. It looked clean and dirty at the same time. But it's George Miller, guys. It's George Miller. He's still, to quote Leonardo DiCaprio when he's talking about Martin Scorsese, this guy's still making punk rock. And Furiosa could be punk rock. Sure, she's not Charlize Theron, but it's on Teller Joy. She's great. How is she going to play as Furiosa? Give her a shot. Let's check it out. Let's see. I want to see where this prequel goes. I want to see a little bit more of the origin story of Furiosa, a great character that was introduced in the Mad Max movie with Tom Hardy and Chris Hemsworth in this one. So this movie, to me, I think it's going to be pure adrenaline, and I can't wait to see it on the big screen. So that one comes in at number nine. All right, number seven, Civil War. Alex Garland's new movie. This is another one. Um, when I was working uh, back in the day at the, at the studio, I had an idea to do a, a Civil War movie. It's nothing like what Alex Garland's doing, and I guarantee it wouldn't have been as good as Alex Garland's movie, but everybody has a Civil War movie. He got it done. He got it made. It looks intense. It looks fantastic. It looks like it's going to be controversial, to say the least. Because of where we are today in the society in general, I really wonder how this is going to play. It seems to be on a lot of people's list. It's Alex Garland, though, man, ex-Mock. Um, so to me, I am 
very curious to see what they are going to do with this movie. And I also want to see, is it going to start something that can continue on and continue moving and starting like kind of a new lore? It's just kind of like a one and done um, overall and how it's, I, I, I want to know what the angle is, but I want to see it. Hence anticipated, hence number seven. Number six, call me nostalgic, Beetlejuice 2. Man, I love Beetlejuice 1. I'm not a massive Tim Burton guy, but I love Beetlejuice. Love it. Just watched it recently with my daughter. She also loves it. Um, I think this is a great way, especially having Jenna Ortega. I think this is a great role for Jenna Ortega. She plays the daughter of Lydia Dietz. Uh, Winona Ryder is returning. Michael Keaton is returning, and there's only been a couple of like leaked shots of Michael Keaton returning as Beetlejuice. He's in makeup. You can't tell that he's 60. Hell, you wouldn't be able to tell that he was in his 60s or 70, whatever he is. You wouldn't be able to tell anyway because the guy is full of youth, and I cannot wait to see his performance as Beetlejuice coming back again. I think he's going to be a major, major um, pop, as the wrestling fans say, uh, when he returns, and I am really looking forward to this one. It comes out towards the end of the year, but I want and I also a lot of great news about this one that there's not a lot of uh, special effects or or rather uh, CGI and it's more practical effects and real locations. I love that. I think that they should go back to what it was back in I think it was '88 when this movie came out. Well, the first one. So that to me is very, very encouraging and why it's on the top of my list. Number five, I'm feeling nostalgic again, guys. I'm going to be feeling nostalgic for a few of these things, I guess. But this one, this one, a little, little less time in between than Beetlejuice. But Gladiator 2, because it's what the hell is it? What is it? It's a prequel. It's not a prequel. It's, I think it's not a prequel. It's a, from what from what everybody says, it, it takes place afterwards because I think there's some returning people um, from from the movie itself. I think that Connie Nielsen returned, so clearly it's not a uh, prequel. But Denzel Washington is in this one. Really, Scott returning. What is the story of Gladiator Two? Uh, I, I mean, obviously Russell Crowe's not in it, but and obviously Joaquin Phoenix isn't in it, but. What is the story going to be? You know it's going to be epic. I didn't love Napoleon. I thought it was fine. I want to see the Apple version. But what I can say is when you watch Ridley, Ridley Scott's movies on the big screen, you are like, whoa, this guy just knows how to make movies. It just looks good. Even though the story is he's been hit or miss lately. It's true. But it's Gladiator. And it's Gladiator 2. So I think people are going to go, oh, they're doing a second Gladiator. And it's Denzel. I mean, come on. You say Denzel Washington in the Gladiator movie. That's all. You, that's it. You, I, I'm in. Denzel Washington, the Equalizer. He's now, and and with with many other things, but I just saw you answer three. But Denzel Washington, the legend, with another legend, Ridley Scott in Gladiator Two, Pedro Pascal in Gladiator Two. Come on, that alone. I mean, come on. It's Gladiator. There's a guy. He's got a sword. What is it? It's a movie I can't wait to see, and that's why it's number five. Number four, another sequel, Joker. Follow you, do. I loved Joker 1. I know that it's cool now to hate on it because it was popular, but I loved that film. Very interesting that both Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips decided to return because they had a take. There's a lot of rumors about this movie was going to have a sequel afterwards and where it was going to play. It seems like it's just going to play in Arkham, and everybody's losing their mind, and Harley Quinn is going to be played by Lady Gaga, and the thing's a musical. At first, when you hear a musical, what the hell are they doing in a musical? But if it's a bunch of people who are losing it, 
in Arkham Asylum and they're envisioning this musical and this, it could be something really special, really uh, chaotic. It could be a disaster. But Lady Gaga in, in this role, in a musical, as Lady as uh, as um, Harley Quinn, I like it. I, and again, I really like what they did. I did, but the thing that I really liked about the first one is that it had that king of comedy, Martin Scorsese feel. Now I'm sure they're not going to go with that. They're going to go with something else. They're going to go with a different feel. And if they, I just think that it really worked with the world to fit that king of comedy feel. Does it? Whatever movie that they're going to wind up basing this on or tone, is it going to feel the same? Is it going to feel fresh? Is it going to feel out of place? Either way, it is definitely a most anticipated for me. Um, all the rest are sequels for me, guys. All the rest. And number three is Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3 could be the savior for the time being for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It They need a serious reset. I think that's the whole premise of the movie. You get Wolverine, Hugh Jackman himself returning. He's got such a great camaraderie with uh, Ryan Reynolds in the first place, and now they're finally doing a movie together. They've kind of they've goofed about. It. I know they did that shit movie years ago, but they've done. They're doing a movie together. It, you're gonna have so many different cameos. I think the whole movie's a, a a play on cameo culture. So you're gonna have all of these different things, but it's also gonna be relevant to the multiverse and could push the story forward as we get into these other um, potential X-Men movies and uh, Secret Wars and, and all that stuff. So it's got to be, it, it has to, if it doesn't work, then it's it's really almost game over for Marvel at this point because they just have had so many kind of like misses or those are okay they need a big one and this one looks to be a big one i think it's going to be a billion dollar movie i think it's going to deliver and get people excited again about marvel so it comes in at number three for me because it's also disney and marvel's first rated r film because they took it over from the Fo from fox and now they're running through and doing this uh this rated r version and it's te it's deadpool 3 continuing off two very successful movies under, I think, it's still the Fox brand, but it's the first MCU film for Deadpool and the first rated R movie for the MCU. So that is why it comes in at number three. Number two, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, man. Apes on horses. Apes on horses. We've got to a place where the Apes franchise alone doesn't need too many stars or big-name stars to get you into the theater now. It's because it's the apes. That's it. The apes have evolved. They've evolved all the way through, and it's years later after the last one. Caesar is long gone, and this is the kingdom of the planet of the apes. And we're getting closer and closer to the original 1968, I think it was, uh, version of the film, and they're probably going to get closer to that. I wonder if they're going to keep going to where they actually remake that movie, though, but in this overall franchise. I think this one is going to do so well. I think people are going to get so excited because it's a trusted brand at this point. It's a trusted franchise. You know it and you love it and you care about it and I cannot wait to see it. This one I am I I, I had plans and I saw when they they moved it up because it was going with Furiosa and it moved out of the way and it moved into the second week of May. I had plans that week and I moved it out of the way because I knew I had to see this movie. I cannot wait to see the new Apes movie because I want to see how it survives without Andy Serkis. I want to see how it survives without 
um, Matt Reeves because Wes Ball is a really good director. He's a very good director. I think that the Maze Runner movies were better than they should have been because of Wes Ball. Um, I'm excited for it. Cannot wait for it. That is my number two. So number one, come on. I left it off the list last year. So it gets the number one spot. Dune 2. Dune 2, I'm going to, I got to see Dune 1 in, in the theater. I mean, I have to. I got to see it in the theater. I missed it in the theater. People tell me, yeah, you got to see it in the theater. I'm like, all right, I'm all right. I'll see it on my big screen. And it was fun on the big screen. But it's not the movie theater. My big screen here I'm talking about, but the movie theater. I got to see this movie in the movie. I got to see it in IMAX. I can't wait to see the second one. And I and I mentioned this. I've, I've, I've heard from people who have seen this movie that it is just out of control good. It is it is pure action from what I've heard with a lot of story in it, but there's, but this one is is action. It's action-packed. And I think we've we've heard that. We've heard that in general, that it's action-packed. Denis Villeneuve is just, you can tell, excited about this movie, excited about this um, this franchise, and he's potentially going to do a third one afterwards. Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, um, Josh Brolin returning, and you got Austin Butler looking like a freaking lunatic. So this movie, I saw the, I, I, avoid, I was avoiding the trailer, the, the most recent trailer, and I went and I saw a movie, I think it was Beekeeper or something, and they played the trailer, and I almost was going to leave because I didn't want to see it, but I was like, ah, oh, fine, I'll watch it. God, it looked good. Just the trailer, just the trailer, and I was like, oh, man, I wish I was there, and it's coming out in March. It's right around the corner because we're supposed to get it in, like, uh, November of, of last year, but it's right around the corner. I cannot wait. My number one movie is right around the corner, and I'm so surprised. I saw a couple other lists and people that I that I know, and, and it was on, it was on nobody's number one. I can't. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's on my number one, and I shouldn't say it's on nobody's. The list that I saw was on number one. I, um, but man, this movie, sign me up. I cannot wait for it. I, it's just there's. I haven't felt like this watching the first. Like when I watched the first movie, it's just it's so. It really is. You can see where George Lucas got the inspiration for with Star Wars. You can see that it's just very. It's, it's a sophisticated. It's a sophisticated science fiction movie, very much so. And I'm um, and I'm very excited to see it. That's my list. I'm done. What do you guys think? On board with my choices. Which ones did I leave out? Which ones did I put on my? Um, Honorable mentions that you put in your top 10. What did I leave out in general? I'm sure there's ones that are going to come out that are going to be in my top 10 of the year next year that I haven't even mentioned. But what say you? Make sure you comment. Let me know. And as always, hit that subscribe button, everybody. Going to get close to 200,000, but we need you guys. Hit that button. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. And we'll see you on the flip side. Bye. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. At Granger. We're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.